Hello, I'm Pastor Rod Fair here in Victoria, British Columbia, and welcome to North Douglas Church Online. Uh, today I'm going to continue the series, Making the Best of Tough Times. This is uh, part two and talking about the book of Daniel, and today we're talking about revelation. We're talking about talking to God about our trouble and asking for his wisdom, for his guidance. I want to remind you that uh, we have all of these messages on our social media pages. You can go to our webpage, NorthDouglasChurch.com, and find the information there. Or you can go onto Facebook or YouTube, or even find these messages on podcast if you just search for North Douglas Church. We're excited to be able to uh, pray for your requests. And if you have a prayer request, please send an email to prayer at NorthDouglasChurch.com and we'll pray for your request and lift it up to God and just really intercede and ask God to come and meet uh, with you and, and answer your needs. I also want to remind you that on May the 30th, then we are having a drive-in service as well as posting this next message online. And so uh, continue to watch and if you can come in person, then we welcome you to do so uh, next week. This message is about asking for revelation. And so I want to say that this is Pentecost Sunday. And Pentecost Sunday is 50 days after Passover. It's a celebration of the church receiving the Holy Spirit. Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit would be sent to those early followers and the leaders that were leading the church at that point. And the Holy Spirit came and descended on them and they were able to speak in tongues. They were able to preach the gospel to the community, the people that were gathered there. And on that day, a couple thousand years ago, there was over 3,000 people that got saved and the church was born at Pentecost. There were thousands of those people that received a new revelation about who Jesus was and what he had done for them and how he had died to save them and was raised from the dead. And so they received that with joy and it changed their life. Revelation from God changes people. It changes people in so many different ways because a revelation can engage people's minds so that they know what to do next. They can receive guidance or they can receive wisdom. But revelation can also just engage the spirit in a way that makes you feel closer to God. And there's something about hearing from God that just reminds us of who he is and how close of a relationship that we have. This engagement with the spirit of God is exciting and it is important. And so we need to know that uh, that is an important thing when we're in the midst of good times, but in difficult times, it really becomes crucial that we call on the name of the Lord and that we listen for what God has to say to us. In fact, you can be guaranteed that those people that receive revelation from God, they are not living a, a dusty religious life. They are literally uh, living an excited, uh, power-inspired, uh, spirit-inspired life. And so I want to talk about Daniel's life and the things that were happening to him. Of course, in chapter one last week, I reminded you that Daniel was one of those exiles that were taken by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, taking, taken into the land of Babylon, and they were set about learning language, customs, so that they could serve the king's court. And so Daniel and his friends, they had made themselves uh, aware 
in the king's presence of their wisdom and were able to serve the king. Now, Daniel had a gift from God about being able to interpret dreams and visions. And this became apparent, you know, in chapter 2, because Daniel was there, a Jewish man living in a land that he did not want to be, serving somebody he did not necessarily want to serve. He would much rather have been in Israel. But there they were, him and his friends, serving the king of Babylon, and God gives him opportunity to use his gifts and to receive revelation. In fact, this is what it says in Daniel chapter 2. In the second year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. His mind was troubled and he could not sleep. So the king summoned the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers to tell him what he had dreamed. When they came in and stood before the king, he said to them, I have had a dream that troubles me and I want to know what it means. Now, Nebuchadnezzar was a very wily king. And he knew that he had all of these people from different lands that he had conquered, serving, uh, administrating things for him. And some of them were taking advantage. I mean, they were astrologers, uh, magicians. They were all kinds of, of different religious backgrounds. And so he felt like he was being manipulated by them at some point. And so he said to them, I've had this dream. I want to know what it means. And you're going to tell me both what the dream is and the interpretation of it. The magicians and astrologers were like, that's impossible. No, no human being can, can know what somebody else has dreamed and then tell you what it is and what it means. It's impossible. We, we cannot do that. And he, King Nebuchadnezzar said, if you don't tell me what my dream was and you don't tell me what it means, then I'm going to kill you all. I'm going to kill all the wise people, all the advisors. I'm going to execute you all. <laughs> that created a, an uproar, of course, and so the command was sent to, to execute all the wise people uh, in the land. And Daniel and his friends were a part of that. This is what it says a, a little bit later, starting at verse 14. When Arioch, the commander of the king's guard, had gone out to put to death the wise men of Babylon, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom and tact. He asked the king's officer, why did the king issue such a harsh decree? Arioch then explained the matter to Daniel. At this, Daniel went into the king and asked for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. Now, this is a really important moment in Daniel's life. You know, he, this order has been issued that's going to affect him and his friends. They're going to be put to death because of what is happening in the kingdom of Babylon. And so Daniel goes before the king and he asks for something. He asks for time. Give me a little time and I'll interpret your dream. The time he is going to take and he's going to spend with God asking for a revelation. Now this is important. Daniel's intent with the time is he's going to spend it with God. And this is what happens starting in verse 17. Then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. He urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven. I thank you and praise you, God of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of you. You have made known to us 
the dream of the king. You know, that's an interesting part of the story. Daniel received the vision, the dream of the king. He knew what the king had dreamed. Daniel was not shy about going to the king and explaining what he had received from God. And he told King Nebuchadnezzar exactly that fact that God had been the revealer of mysteries. God was the one that was showing Nebuchadnezzar the future. And so Daniel explained what the dream was and the interpretation of it. Now, I'm not going to go into all the details about what the dream was actually about. It, it was about the future and it was something that pleased the king to know and that was helpful to them. And Nebuchadnezzar's response is really important to note. He was very pleased with Daniel. He was very pleased that Daniel could both tell him what the dream was and the interpretation of it. And he rewarded Daniel for this. In verse 47, it says, the king said to Daniel, surely your God is the God of gods, the Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries for you were able to reveal this mystery. Then the king placed Daniel in a high position and lavished many gifts on him. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and placed him in charge of all its wise men. Daniel was in this situation and his life was threatened. Literally, him and his friends were on the point of being executed. And so what did he do? I mean, this was no fault of his own. It wasn't his fault that the king had had a dream and was angry about the interpretation uh, or lack of interpretation of it. And so because of his life being threatened, he decided to ask God for help. That's a crucial part. He asked God for help. Doesn't that say something to you and to, to me? When we're in trouble, when we're dealing with difficult times, we can go to God and ask him for help. And you see, that's exactly what Daniel did. He asked for a revelation. He needed to know what the king's dream was, and God revealed the mystery. God explained it to him. And so he was able to deal with the situation, and it inevitably resulted in them being saved from execution. Um, the main point of this message is this. When we face difficult situations, we can seek God for a revelation of wisdom in how to deal with our circumstances. You know, how many times have we faced a difficult circumstances and we've struggled with the whole issue about it? We've done everything but go and ask God for help. We've complained about the situation. We have searched the internet for answers. We have asked our friends for advice but we haven't actually gone to God and seriously said, God, what's the next step? What's the right thing to do? We have not asked God for a revelation. And we really do need to come to God because if we will ask, God will help us. If we will come and ask, God will be the revealer of mysteries. He will be the helper of those who call in his name. James chapter one, verse five says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. So this is what we need to do. Regardless of what the difficulty we're dealing with, whether it's a health issue or a relationship issue, something at work is not going right, or maybe there is a greater problem. Maybe you're struggling with what's going on with within the pandemic and restrictions. Have you called on the name of the Lord for help? 
There, these are some steps that I want you to take that I feel that come from this reading of Daniel's story and, and the part that it plays. Steps to receiving revelation. Step number one, spend time calling on God for help. And it's as simple as that. We need to spend time praying. We need to spend time listening to the Lord, letting the Holy Spirit work in our lives. You see, Daniel does that very thing. He asked the king for extra time with the intent of spending that time calling on God. And so he spends the time. You know, when I was a young man trying to figure out what to do with my life, I had to wrestle with the, the calling of God to become a minister. And it wasn't something that happened just in a day. This was weeks and months of wrestling over the idea that God had his hand on my life and was asking me to do something different than my original intention. I thought I would go to university, become an engineer of some sort, and uh, you know, carry on with a lot of, of math and science, which are the things that I loved when I was in high school. But God had some different ideas. And so as I wrestled with those in prayer, he began to remind me about the things that he was calling me to. It was a revelation that took a process. And if I would not have spent that time, I would not be where I am today. Revelation takes time. You need to, to set aside some time with God Tell him about your problems. Listen for what the Holy Spirit has to say to you. The second step is ask others to pray with you. And this is such a great example in the book of Daniel. Daniel's in this trouble and he doesn't do it alone. He goes and talks to his friends and says, listen, this is a serious situation. We're all going to be put to death. Will you pray? Will you call on God for mercy? And in the midst of that, Along with Daniel's prayers and his friends praying together with him, Daniel receives the vision. He receives the revelation. So it's so important that if we're asking God for revelation, a serious business in the circumstances and the tough things we're dealing with, that we ask others to help us. Ask trusted people to pray with you and seek support for what they have in mind and what God has in mind. So we need to send out a plea. We need to send out a plea on our own behalf and the situations we're dealing with, asking our friends to pray. Now, most often here at the, at the church, we get requests for praying for people's health. And, and certainly that is a, a very big thing. A lot of people have struggles with various health issues, especially cancer. And so people are sending us requests or they're asking us, will you pray for my health or my family's health? We're dealing with this situation that has to do with this cancer treatment or uh, maybe it's some other kind of body failure that, that they're asking for strength for, for some sort of recovery. And so we come alongside and we pray for their health. We believe that Jesus provides healing. We also pray for the wisdom of medical doctors and nurses and the things that happen in the medical field that they would know what to do within this person's life, that they could assist, that they could help. They could help somebody recover. They could help somebody get over an illness, a sickness. And so we pray, we call on God, and we come alongside in a supportive role, even though we personally might not be experiencing that thing, that problem, we help others by praying for them. So if you're struggling with a situation and you need some extra support and you say, I have nobody to ask, 
send us a note. Send a, a note to prayer at northdouglaschurch.com and we'll pray for you. We'll come alongside. The third step in receiving a revelation is to act on the word of wisdom that you receive. You see, in Daniel's story, he received this revelation and he didn't just sit still on it. I mean, he acted on it. He took that revelation and it needed to happen fairly quickly. And he said, Nebuchadnezzar, I have the interpretation of your dream. I know what you want. And so he went to the king and he followed through with the intent of the revelation. God gave it to him so it could be shared. And maybe in your situation, it might be the same. It might be different. Maybe God is giving you an instruction, something that you should act on. Maybe it's something that you do need to share with someone else. But when we are seeking God for revelation, we need to be prepared to follow through and say, I am willing to do what God wants me to do. You know, in relationships, if we're dealing with a relationship problem, then often what is asked of us is that we would deal with the issue of forgiveness. It, forgiveness is a huge, huge thing when it comes to mending relationships, seeing reconciliation happen. So it can be hard to admit that there have been faults made. It can be hard to make restitution. But ultimately, if people know that their hurt has been there and God has given the opportunity for forgiveness to happen, if you don't forgive, then you haven't followed through. You haven't actually taken the action that God has provided. And so if we're receiving revelation, we need to be the kind of person that will follow through with what God is saying to us. You know, as I come to the conclusion of this message, I want you to know that Daniel was relieved to see the situation resolved. I mean, ultimately it meant his life, right? He could carry on with what he needed to do, even though he lived in a land that he didn't really want to live in and serving people that he didn't want to serve. He was there as God's person in that place and he was using the opportunities that were before him. We need to know that when Daniel received that revelation and when he gave it to the king, there was a number of things that were the results of that. Perspectives were changed. After all, the king all of a sudden uh, saw a situation. The revelation was about the future. And so some things were altered, both for himself and for Daniel, just in regards to having that dream. God was glorified. Daniel, of course, was praising God for giving the revelation, but the king was also praising God, and, and he wasn't a follower or a believer in the Lord God Almighty, the God of Israel. And all of a sudden, he came to realize that he must be the God of gods, that he must be the God Almighty. And that is a big deal. In, uh, in the terms of God dealing with Nebuchadnezzar, Seeing Nebuchadnezzar come to that point of acknowledging God was huge. And then, of course, you know, God's people re received influence within the culture. Daniel and his friends all of a sudden rose up in the king's esteem, and Daniel became a ruler, uh, a leader in all of Babylon. It was a huge position. Daniel had uh, influence and effect on the culture of Babylon simply because God used him in a terms of revealing revelation. Now, I want to remind you that when times get tough, ask for a revelation. When we're dealing with difficult circumstances, you can go to God, you can ask for a revelation. And you may be saying, well, I, I don't know how, I don't know what it's like to receive a revelation. 
You know, when I was a teenager, I was in a youth group meeting and there was a special speaker that came and talked about being filled with the Holy Spirit. And this man explained that the Holy Spirit was there to actively engage with our lives, that he could fill someone with all of himself, empower someone to be able to serve and to hear from God. And so I believed that message. I trusted that God would do what he had said and that he would inevitably fill me, and he did. And on that particular day, I, I spoke in different tongues. I was worshiping God in different languages, and it was an amazing experience. I, I do that today. I, I still speak in tongues. I still ask God to be glorified in all the different ways that my spirit can rejoice and praise him. But there's another thing that happened because of that, and that was about dreams and visions. Just as the prophet Joel had foretold that young men would dream dreams and uh, old men would see visions, and those kinds of things would continue to happen uh, even in my life. And so I believe that because of being filled with the Spirit, there was an openness to, to dreaming the dreams and seeing the visions of God. And uh, he, has, he doesn't do that every day, of course, but there have been moments when God shares his revelation and dreams and visions to me. And I believe that can happen to you. And it could be that you need to open your life up to being filled with the Spirit of God. That you need to say, God, would you fill me? Would you come and reveal yourself to me in a new and important way? And so I'm going to pray for you in just a moment. And if that's what you would like to do, if you would like to be filled with the Spirit of God, then, then you can pray along with me. You can send a special prayer request to that uh, email that I had mentioned before, prayer at northdouglaschurch.com. I'd be happy to pray for you. But Father God, we come to you today and we ask that you would indeed be the revealer of mysteries, that you would be the one that would open our eyes to revelation. There are moments in our life when things are hard and we need guidance, we need wisdom. And so we pray for your revelation. God, we pray that as we call on your name, you would be the one that would speak truth and you would speak hope into our lives as we press on into the future to be able to serve you to the best of our ability. Thank you for your revelation. In Jesus' name, amen. Stay with me for a few moments as... Uh, we just worship and celebrate to this song, Great Things. Your name. Amen. Amen. Let's worship together. Great things. He has done. 